Welcome back to another episode on the 10 a.m. Connection. I'm super honored to let you know that we have a special guest on today's episode, Lindsay Bennett. And as your new communication coach, I am excited to let you know that this episode is part one. And it is part one because I'm going to be real with you. We recorded this. God is so good. He shows up and he shows out in this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It was literally a blessing. Not only do you get to hear Lindsay and I just ministering to each other and just being authentic in our relationship and our communication uh, from behind the scenes, right? Preparing for this podcast, but you also get to see the authenticity and the power in communicating with care. And that's what Lindsay is all about. So to get started, before I introduce you and tell you a little bit about Lindsay, um, I want to let you know that this topic, this podcast is titled The Depths of Self-Control, Communicating Your No in Love, okay? Your K-N-O-W, your no. You know God calls you to this in love. So how do we communicate that in care? Now, as part one, um, we're going to be walking you through the prep in solidifying the answer or to the question of how can compassion communication help a woman in leadership convey passion versus anger in family and business? So to get started, a little bit about Lindsay. I'm super excited to let you know that Lindsay Bennett is the owner of With Lindsay Bennett, a coaching business geared toward transforming your relationships and strengthening your connections through proven communication strategies. From her research and teaching, she has created a communication process called Communicating with Care. This method empowers women to be seen, heard, and understood, and ultimately to know their self-worth. In that Lindsay's experience comes from her bachelor's degree in global communication and an emphasis in peace-building communication and relationships. Amen? Totally needed. And she also has a master's degree in communication studies. And this is the part that really encouraged me. And I was just so honored that God made this connection because her focus is on interpersonal, compassionate, and conflict communication. Right now in the description, you're going to have some links for some powerful stuff that she has coming out. She has a freebie for you. Okay. So this freebie, and she does talk about it in the podcast. She does kind of, we, you know, we, you know, chime in on a little bit here and there, but right now she has a freebie guide for you that helps you find peace and clarity in the cloud of conflict. You can download this free guide by visiting with Lindsay Bennett, W-I-T-H-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-B-E-N-N-E-T-T.com forward slash freebie. 
This freebie will guide you through steps you can take right now and pretty much on your path to finally find peace in conflict. Lindsay guides you through proven and actionable communication strategies that when applied and implemented in your life, you can pretty much form feelings and be okay with them, be able to take accountability with them. So those feelings of stress and angst and conflict, she really helps you find the peace and walk in the peace of mind that you need in stewarding and going through that conflict. So Lindsay is also putting um, the finishing touches on a 90-minute masterclass for you that goes much deeper in all of this. Uh, More on that will come later, but I want to encourage you to check out this freebie because literally when you need a hype woman, a listening ear, a reminder of your self-worth, or a trusted communication expert, Lindsay is your gal, okay? You can also connect with her on, check out her website at withlindsaybennett.com or go to Instagram um, with Lindsay Bennett, okay? Let's get started. Jesus. Family, daily life coaching equals diaper changes, spaghetti in the hair, mom life moments, cold coffee, tea, and a whole lot of giggles. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down, let's be friends. Hi, my name is Angelica Stanley, and I help mamas unleash their God-given purpose, overcome mindset roadblocks, set effective goals, create the ultimate business and family roadmap aka strategies from heaven by providing daily life coaching that will help you mama live your dream of serving your family and your calling while creating streams of income by writing your story speaking from your story and launching the business to coach others from the outcome of your overcome that's right so if this is for you welcome to the 10 a.m connection hi lindsay hi how are you doing today? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so well. I I do have to say I have a little bit of the sneezes this morning. My allergies are going crazy. So sorry, listeners, if I sneeze during this. But other oh. than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're you're too kind. <laughs> and I do pray that your your sneezes go away right now in Jesus' name. Like we <laughs> have you. people Amen. to talk to. Amen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're such a blessing. Thank you so much for being uh, my special guest on the 10 a.m. Connection. I really do value your time and appreciate all of the amazing works that you are doing for just God's people in general. It's a blessing. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. And thank you for asking me to be here and to speak with you for your listeners. I'm so excited about the topic today. Oh, my gosh. I hope your listeners love it. I'm filled with energy about it. So Yes, I agree. So for those of you, you listening for our audience, I just to, you know, I gave you an introduction about Lindsay and, you know, all that she does, but I really want to ask you, Lindsay, can you give us your, your authentic explanation of how, how you serve and what you do? 
Yes, thank you. I serve women who are feeling um, a bit invisible and want to feel seen and who are feeling unheard and really need to feel heard or who are feeling misunderstood and would really love to finally be understood. And for those who, you know, really feel like there may be a burden or they're not worthwhile or um, any of those kinds of feelings, I help women see their self-worth and their divine worth. And so that is really important to me. And that's what I, that's the crux of what I do. And I do that through this communication model that I came up with called communicating with care. Mm, Um, (laughs) Yes, I love it too. And so care stands for compassion, awareness, or sorry, compassion. Let's start over. (laughs) (laughs) Compassion, communicating with care stands for compassion, authenticity, reflection, and emotional intelligence. And I chose those four, those four principles of communication, because as I've been teaching at my local university, they're the things that I find the most value in, but also, and more importantly, my students feel um, the most impact by, and they are just invigorated. In fact, I've, I've included two full weeks of lessons on emotions because they've asked for it instead of just one week. They're so like just in awe of what they can learn about their emotions. Mm. And so I wanted to include emotional intelligence in that communication with care. And so there's so many other aspects of communicating that we could totally talk about, but I feel like the communicating with care, the compassion, authenticity, reflection, and emotional intelligence can really take us far when we understand those and we can be fantastic leaders. We can be um, excellent family members and really caring for our greater community. So, um, and it helps us be who we are, our Mm. authentic self. And I feel like, you know, I love how much you focus on God and um, Mm. I love that so much. And I feel like he has given us such a blessing in who we are and our gifts and talents. And so that authenticity part is so crucial for Mm -hmm. me and for my students um, to really just lean into who we are and the gifts that God has given us. I love that, Lindsay. That is so powerful. I love, especially what stood out for me the most was when you were talking about um, emotional intelligence. Can you give us a little bit of understanding um, from your expertise in what emotional intelligence is specifically because, you know, this topic is about anger. Yeah. And I think it's a, can, can you agree that it's a touchy subject for people? <laughs> Absolutely. There is a stigma with being angry or feeling angry. Rather, there's mm-hmm. that stigma with it, but I'm going to share some truth about it today. And so, yes, emotional intelligence is being able to identify and manage our own emotions, whatever they may be, um, without judgment. We're not placing judgment on our emotions. We're just identifying and managing them. And we're also with emotional intelligence, able to identify the emotions that others are feeling. And so Mm -hmm. we have that self-awareness and we can manage our own emotions, but then we also have that social awareness of what's happening for other people in terms of the emotions that they might be experiencing. And that helps us manage our relationships better. And so Mm. that's emotional intelligence is being able to identify and manage your own emotions and 
identify the emotions of others. That is so powerful because as you were speaking, I was literally seeing myself standing in a personal conflict or however it is, right? Because you said that your, your, your students really were just, wow, this is amazing. And I literally felt like I was sitting there and I know the audience, if you're tuning into this and you're listening and you're like, wow, I saw literally like, let's grab anger and let's grab sadness or let's grab these emotions. And literally I saw myself holding them and putting them in my hands. And it's like, these don't control me. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, we are just so in tune. I tell my students to take their emotions and gently put them in their hands. Like, you know how, when you have, you're a little kid and you've got your hands cupped together and you bring your parent, like a little ladybug or a roly poly bug Mm -hmm. or some sort of little bug. And you, or maybe like you're holding a little baby bird, you're just holding it with such tender care Mm -hmm. Um, whatever the emotion may be, you're holding it and you're looking at it. It's out in front of you and you're looking at it like, okay, I see you. Like I, I see you little emotion or big emotion or big, scary Mm -hmm. emotion, even whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. but you're holding it with that tender care. And we'll talk more about what we can do with that tender care in a little bit. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. This is so amazing. Um, I do hear you say like, wow, we're so in tune. God is so good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, Let's navigate toward anger in this. Um, My question for you, Lindsay, going in depth. And I literally, I want you to like, you're in the hot seat. Like, I know, I know that what you have is going to bless so many developing leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, um, family members, men, women, everyone. I know it's going to encourage them to address things, not only in themselves, but things in that leadership standpoint. And so my question for you is how can compassion communication help a woman in leadership convey, communicate, right? Get her point across passion versus anger in family and business. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's know that's heavy. That's heavy. So we have to break this (laughs) down and I know you're gifted at this. So let's rock them, sock them here, Lindsay, let's go. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to break that up into two, um, chunks Mm -hmm. and then we can get, we can get deep in it. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So the first one is about self-control as a leader, like how Mm. helping, how increasing our self-control with our emotions specifically can impact us as a leader. Mm -hmm. So whether you're a leader in your community, in business, in family, um, you set the tone for the environment. People look to you. You know that when you look at other leaders, like you're looking, like you know that they set the tone of the atmosphere that you're in. So your people will look to you for guidance, whether that's your family members or your community members, what have it. Um, So your people will look to you for that guidance. So if you lack self-control and resort to aggression, then it can damage relationships. It can reduce trust. It can increase turnover in business as well. On the other hand, though, when you lead with emotional intelligence and you have that self-control, you have that um, ownership of your emotions, then 
you are aware of them and you're skilled at managing your emotions. Like I said, you have that self-control. You're aware of the social atmosphere and others' emotions, like that emotional intelligence we talked about. You're, you're able to be present in the moment when you have that self-control over your own emotions and you're able to see what's happening for other people. That's where some of the compassion can come in is that you can see the humanity in other people. You see mm-hmm. them for human beings that have emotions. And so when we, like I said earlier with emotional intelligence, we're not judging our emotions. We're simply identifying them and then learning how to manage them. And so when we see emotions happening for other people, we also don't judge those emotions. And we'll talk more about um, anger in just a second, but um, that's the second part of this. But to go back to what can happen when we do have that self-control and lead with emotional intelligence, then we can also become skilled at managing social interactions, which Mm. is huge if you're in a leadership role in business or in your community, for example. Um, You can, with that, being able to be skilled at managing your social interactions with self-control of your emotions, you can communicate clearly with others. You can read the room you know, have you ever walked into a room and you're like, okay, something's happening here. Like mm-hmm. I need to just observe for a minute. Identifying the spirits is what I, the atmosphere, like what's the yes. tension in the room. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. exactly. So you can read the room and that is going to be so helpful for you as a leader. Mm-hmm. And then you can also engage in healthy conflict. So I add the word healthy there in front of conflict, because there's also a stigma with conflict. Um, Mm. But healthy conflict is where we're using our emotions for good. We're using those for, we're not, I want to be clear, I'm not placing a judgment on the emotion itself, whether that's good or bad. Um, I teach my students that emotions can be facilitative or debilitative, Mm. not necessarily positive or negative, good or bad, but facilitative or debilitative. And so like that, yeah. So when you're skilled at your managing your emotions and you're aware of your own, first of all, and then you're skilled at managing them, then that can help you in those social interactions and you can engage in healthy conflict. And that can really help people grow and come together and connect. And so think about, think, think about that in your family relationships or in your business relationships, um, as a leader, whatever that might be in, then if you can engage in a healthy conflict, cause it's going to happen. Conflict is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We have conflict with things that we care about. So if you care, there's potentially going to be conflict at some point. So how do we have that self-control over our emotions? For example, like anger, like you talked about, mm-hmm. because that can happen in conflict. A lot of times we equate conflict with being or feeling anger. So let's get into that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So uh, there's a stigma with anger. I think that we can all Mm -hmm. agree with that. Like how it's portrayed in media, for example, what we've seen growing up, um, what we see on the news, you know, there's that stigma with anger and where where anger would be placed into like a negative category. If we were to place a moral judgment on emotions, doing the positive or negative thing. Do you mind if I, do you mind if I ask you this question? This just popped up because you literally, when you were talking about the emotion, like people equating it to anger, 
can you talk about how like the media and all that stuff like triggers? Can you just kind of talk about that real quick and then go continue? Because I really think a lot of times people are not aware that just as emotions can pop up as we were talking about how like catch it like a little ladybug or a roly poly, yeah. like we're also have the power and the capacity to catch those triggers <laughs> like and and own them for what they are because i truly believe that triggers are there's there's something that i believe the holy spirit or god is exposing he wants you to look at where that root why is that triggering you so why does it go to anger why does it go to sadness why does it go to this this and that can can you kind of touch on how those trigger moments are important absolutely yes those trigger moments are so important for understanding our emotions and why we're having them. So, yes. So that's part of the emotional intelligence aspect. And as you can see, this is why my students soak this up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because it's, there's so many things and you're like, Oh, what about this? What about this? Okay. So with emotional intelligence, we're identifying our emotions. Okay. So that's, that's figuring out like, okay, I'm feeling sad. There's Let's break this down even more. There's in research, um, there's between six to eight or so core emotions. Researchers can't decide. They can't agree how many there are. So we'll just say there's six for now. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you look in like a pie chart and you look at the very core of that emotion wheel or pie chart, then you'll see those six like joy, sadness, anger, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling sad, then if you look at that core emotion of sadness and you go outward to the outer edge of the pie chart, then you'll Mm -hmm. see other emotions that are um, in that quote unquote sadness pie chart piece, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like depression might be under that or um, grief might be under that. So as we start to look deeper at our emotions then we can start to see what's triggering those and anger feeling angry is a big trigger for a lot of people. And so if we uncover what's under our anger, for example, anger is, like I said, one of those core emotions, but if we look outward at that pie chart piece of anger, we might see enraged, we might see, um, abandoned, we might see these other things. And, um, when we uncover our anger, we can start to get to the root of why I was triggered. So for example, when I, so my personal experience with feeling angry is, um, I feel a lot of abandonment and betrayal and fear under my anger. And that was triggered from when I was little and my parents got divorced and my dad moved to another state and my mom and I moved to a different state and we were across the country And there were some things with his actions that where I felt abandoned, I felt like he was absent from my life. And as a little kid, I was three. So that feels like abandonment. Like, I don't understand why adults do what they do. I'm three. Mm -hmm. So it feels like abandonment. So that then starts to trigger things. Like, like when I see it in media, I cannot watch the movie hope floats because I don't know if your listeners have seen this, but it's a movie where um, a little girl and her mom move to another place and Mm -hmm. she starts to feel abandoned. Like she's, I relate so much to the little girl in the movie Hope Floats that I can't watch it. It triggers me. It triggers Mm -hmm. emotions in me. So that's one, one form of media. 
Another thing that triggers me with that is um, when I'm watching the news and I see something like that similarly happen. Like I, I'm triggered by that. So when we can uncover our anger and see what's underneath there, then we can start to hold space for those emotions and we can start to understand our triggers. Like my trigger isn't that I'm, my trigger isn't by seeing someone else who's angry. My trigger is seeing someone else who feels abandoned. And so, but it comes out as anger. And the reason why it comes out as anger a lot of the times is because that's an easier emotion to deal with. Anger is such an easier emotion to deal with than like sadness or rejection or something like that, because, okay, now we're getting into the depths of emotions and this Mm -hmm. is (laughs) um, not where I thought we were going to go, but we're going to go this way. So um, there is also a research study by some scientists in Europe. They studied over 700 participants and they asked them, um, when I show you this picture, tell you this story about this type of emotion, um, or I'm going to elicit this type of emotion with these stories, where do you feel it in your body? And so they did this body map with Mm -hmm. over 700 individuals and they found that anger um, gives you energy and it Mm. can give you energy to make change. Whereas sadness, the reason why anger is so much easier to feel is because it gives you energy. Whereas sadness or depression sucks the energy out of you Mm. and it's much harder to feel. Um, and so I actually pulled up the wheel that you were talking about. And if you don't mind, because I really believe that we're just led, um, Lindsay, to kind of break this down for our audience, because um, if we're dancing between angry and sad, it is more than likely because like you're saying, it's easier to go to anger. So anger or angry, let's look at um, early the wheel is let down, humiliated, bitter, mad, aggressive, frustrated, distant, critical. Going deeper into that is betrayed, resentful, disrespected, ridiculed, um, indignant, violated, furious, jealous, provoked, hostile, infuriated, annoyed, withdrawn, numb, skeptical, dismissive, So when you were talking, Lindsay, I literally was like, okay, so we're all about like Galatians 5, 16 through 26, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so we're looking at the fruit of the spirit and the 17 works of the flesh. Well, a lot of times, like if we look at angry, the word under that was bitter. And so we have that, you know, that phrase, I don't like to say that because the name Betty, but there's like bitter Betty, right? But then there's, what about, um, jealousy and infuriate, annoyed. You were talking about how anger fuels us. Like it gives us that energy to change. So a lot of times, how has that energy, right? That, that feeling that you're feeling, how you're harnessing, how you're harnessing it. How does it take you back to the time when you were furious And you were like, literally, like Lindsay was saying, you were trying to take this emotion in your hand and show it to that person. Like, I'm feeling provoked. I'm feeling ridiculed. I'm feeling betrayed. I'm feeling disrespected. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling distant. I'm feeling numb. I'm feeling dismissive or annoyed, hostile. 
what do I do with this? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's such a great lesson to <laughs> learn from. Like, so, so anger, feeling angry, it can turn that energy into violence, which can be very dangerous. However, if we can turn that energy into good, mm. then it can give us that energy to facilitate change, facilitate change in our lives. And this is where the authenticity comes in and the reflection comes in and communicating with care and also the compassion for ourselves. Because um, one, so one thing that we can do is start to reflect on it. Mm. Why are we feeling angry? Why are we feeling bitter? Why are we feeling jealous, betrayed, abandoned? Why are we feeling those things? And we can get to the core of that. And when we can start to understand why we're experiencing those feelings, then we can start to manage them. And so that's, wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that when it, do you think that a person chooses to stay in the angry scheme of the wheel of emotions because like you had said, they don't want to address the sadness. They don't want to address like feeling isolated or abandoned or victimized or fragile, or they don't want to feel the grief or they don't want to feel powerless. These are all under sadness. I'm looking at this wheel. They don't want to feel lonely. They don't want to feel vulnerable. So in that vulnerable position of let's say you, you or me, or I can even look back to myself as a little girl and saying, I'm feeling I'm feeling betrayed or I'm feeling humiliated. I'm feeling humiliated. And because I wasn't able to look at this emotion for what it was at that time, it actually took me back to a moment when I was in third grade. And literally I tried to express how I felt. I could not grieve what I went through. And so it stayed, I stayed in that sadness and how those things happen. And I just want to encourage and say, thank you, Lindsay, for going in depth. Cause I know we kind of went one way, but I believe God was taking us that way because I think a lot of times people don't talk about why care, right? Why care and what you do equips, encourages, and empowers them to address those emotions that they think because we're let's look at renewing of the mind right romans 12 21 like they think that they can't overcome that which is trying to overcome them thank you holy spirit Does that make oh my sense? goodness yes <laughs> yes yes and so so with that communicating with care so there's that authenticity okay i'm mm-hmm. feeling betrayed okay that's what i'm feeling i'm not going to try to cover it up i'm going to be authentic to it i'm going to reflect on it that's the r in care i'm going to reflect on why am i feeling that um what's coming up for me with that and then i can start to connect into that and tap into that and it can be very hard to feel vulnerability Mm -hmm. um and so when we're sitting with ourselves like we've got our journal or we're on a nature walk or something and we're reflecting on these things we can start to come to understand and then we can start to hold that emotion in the cup of our hands like the savior does for us um we can start to hold those emotions in the cup of our hands and not place judgment on them and that's where compassion comes in so specifically self-compassion we are kind to ourselves we're not critical we're not being like oh we're so we shouldn't feel this way we shouldn't feel i'm so blessed i am fortunate like i am that and Mm -hmm. i'm also feeling betrayed 
that can live together. I'm feeling this. This is what's happening for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to place judgment on myself. I'm not going to be critical. I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to remember that I'm a human. I'm going to stay in the present moment and not um, get sucked into the pit of despair. Mm. Um, So to answer your question really fast, like do people stay stuck in anger um, because they're not ready to address some of those other feelings? Yes. I, this year, I I'm stuck in feeling angry. My dad passed away in January. Mm. And then a week after I felt abandoned all over again, not because he passed away, but because of some other things that I found out about. And so I'm feeling angry. We are now recording this in the latter part of July. And it's been almost seven months since he passed away. And I'm stuck in anger but I fully know I'm aware of it. I've identified it. I know the emotions that I'm feeling under it. I'm not ready emotionally yet or um, spiritually yet either mm-hmm. to, I, uh, to deal with those. Like I'm, I'm managing them. I'm, mm-hmm. I've identified them and I'm managing them. And I know that they're there. I'm holding them in the little palm of my hand. I'm not ready to learn from them yet. So Mm, I'm stuck in anger. Thank you so much for sharing that. And first of all, my condolences. I know you're going through a lot and processing all of these things. Yes, Lindsay. And for you to share that, I I really want you to know that it's going to encourage the listeners. You listening, I want you to understand she shared something from the depths of where she's at. And she's a leader. She's called to serve. She's called to do these things. And this is what serving from the outcomes of your overcomes looks like just yeah. because she's you're going through this Lindsay and just because I'm going through things too like we're literally like ministering to each other yeah. like, you know <laughs> and it's blessing because like one of the things that I work through is um one of my favorite parts in what I do with my clients is um with my background in counseling and literally God told me to leave it all and to, I'm, I'm literally out here on waters. Like, what am I doing God? I have all this. And it's literally going into that pit and helping them understand that they have everything they need to grieve their old selves, that you have everything you need. You're equipped. He's already equipped you with it. He's already given it to you, the lessons, the trainings, the teachings, and all of those things. And the reason why I brought that up, Lindsay, is because you said you owned it. You were like, I'm just not ready to do that yet. There's power in your choice. Yeah. He is so patient and loving. Like, and I want my listeners to hear this and your listeners and just everyone in general, like you have the power to choose. So you can walk things out stuck or set free. Mm-hmm. God called you. He chose you. He's given you a purpose in this world to walk out. It's going to happen whether you yeah. like it or not. So either you do it, like, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's why we're still working. That's why we're still serving. That's, and that's, and I wanted to share, share that Lindsay, because look at, we're doing this and you're still going through things. Nobody would have ever known. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and you're gifted and talented in what you're going through and, and processing it. And even though you're leading others in care and compassionate, you're still 
faced with challenges that you apply your own stuff to yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. I love it so much. And I'm practicing it too. Like, you know how like medical practitioners they're practicing, they're still practicing their, their craft and their expertise because we're learning and growing. We are lifelong learners. And so I'm practicing this. It's not that I've, I've created this model of communicating with care and then now I'm done. Like I'm Mm -hmm. no, I am still living and learning from these compassion, authenticity, reflection, and emotional intelligence. And it's blessing my life. Like I am fortunate. I'm still stuck in feeling angry. Mm -hmm. I'm also still living and learning and growing from it. And I know when I'm ready, I will address those things that are under my anger. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not ready yet. And so, so we, like you said, we can still make a difference and we can be a leader and, and still be stuck. But what it's helping me do is um, as a leader, I'm able to reach out and reach up. So I'm able to reach out to people who, and I'm also able to reach in. (laughs) But you're not even really stuck. That's my, like you're saying, I can maybe set what seems like stuck to a person, Yeah. but you're literally walking, you're a walking, talking testimony. Like that's, and that's, and that's what I want. Like you're not stuck. You're striving, you're pressing toward the mark. You're going through because you walking things out, me walking things out. Like Lindsay, have you ever been in a situation in a conflict and you know that you have to go through this conflict because at the other side of it, it's going to work out for your good and God's going to get all the glory, honor, and praise. You can shout it before the conflict, but the people that it's meant for aren't going to understand it until they see it happen. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And that's what I believe. Like, you're not stuck. You just were, we're, you have to walk it. You have no idea how powerful what you're going through is going to impact your family. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just, thank you. I just had an aha moment with you right there. As you said, <laughs> as you said I'm not stuck. I'm striving. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank Glory be to God. Cause I'm like, you're blessing me, Lindsay, literally. Like we're literally, this is what I mean. Like Lindsay and I were chatting before this and we were like, she's like, well, it can go like this and it can go like that. And I'm like, yeah, we know, but let's just, let's just, let's just flow with the Holy spirit. Let's see where he leads us. That's what I it's love for. that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And it, the spirit always guides and, and gives us the words to say when mm-hmm. we are in tune and willing to listen for that and act mm-hmm. on it. Amen. Yeah. Let's close. You close it out, Lindsay. You're okay. the boss. Okay. Oh my you gosh. Know, you know this. This is your lane. This is what you do. Wrap it up so that we can literally say in closing of the question, because this is a lot. And I, we, I believe we might do another one of these because this I was going to say <laughs> part two. <laughs> We're going to need a part two, but literally wrap up in the best of what, you know, the conceptualization of what we've discussed thus far. How can compassion communication help a woman in leadership convey passion versus anger in family and biz? Now, mind you, there's a part two, but to kind of leave them not hanging, we just want to solidify it here for them. Yes. Okay. Compassionate communication as a leader is huge. Like 
like look at the stuff that's happening in the world right now. We need compassionate leaders to help guide people through the emotional turmoil that's happening, mm-hmm. whether it's in your family or in business or in your community, people are going through it. Like we talked about and that compassion, what compassion is, is empathy in action. So empathy is the ability to recognize that something's happening for someone they're going through it. So you recognize you relate to them. So you're like tapping into that feeling like, Oh, I've been through it. Like the through it, whatever the it is, is different for all of us, but we've all been through it. We've been through something. And so we can tap into those emotions that the person might be feeling while the situation is different from ours. And then we take that empathy, that recognizing and relating, and we put it into action with responding. And as a leader, that is huge. And that is how you can make a difference in the lives of the people that you lead. And so that's why communicating with care, specifically that compassion, authenticity, reflection, and emotional intelligence can be so beneficial for you. And if you're wondering like, okay, well, well, what next? Like, how do I communicate with care um, to drill even deeper, I have a freebie for you. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) If you go over to my Instagram account or to um, my website, you can go to Instagram. I'm at the symbol at, and then with Lindsay Bennett, and that'll be in the show notes. And then you can go click on my link there and then get the freebie. Um, And it's the same. It'll take you to my website. So where you can get the freebie and it's Mm -hmm. going to walk you through one practical step that you can do for each of the four care pieces. So um, it'll give you chunks to introduce you to what communicating with care is and give you actionable steps that you can start today to start creating this type of communication with care in your life as a leader, as a mom, as a dad, as a community member, um, whatever. So you can, um, you can get that for free. And Then the other thing that I'm, that I'm doing and I'm going to create, well, I'm, I'm almost finished with it. I'm creating a masterclass series about finding peace amid the chaos of conflict. Mm, So we touched on conflict a little Mm -hmm. bit today. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that can be a part two. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm working on this masterclass. It's a three-part masterclass. Um, It's incredible. It's packed with a ton of information that you can do and understand to find peace in what feels like chaos and conflict. And so you can find that link as well in my Instagram links for the masterclass series. So look Mm -hmm. for that. Um, That one is a paid experience. Um, And so you'll see information there. It's 147 um, and it's a three-part series. You're going to get time with me at the end of that for a live Q and a, um, yeah. So you really go in depth with all like, this is, yes. I love how it's like a straight, like literally you're leading them to like ladies and gentlemen, because I know I have gentlemen that listen to this as audience listeners, like you're literally going through the process. She's yeah. literally taking in, you get to choose like, this is amazing, Lindsay. This is, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I look forward to part two. This is, yes, yes. I look forward to part two as well. We're definitely going to be, you know, talking about this audience, send me a message or email. Okay. On the website and let me know if you want a part two, 
Okay. I think we're going to do it anyways, but I want send me your questions about like what you want Lindsay and I to chat about in this, because if you're wanting compassion, authenticity, reflection, and emotional intelligence to help you assist you and be who you are as a leader, to care that you're going to be known for that in your awakened leadership, okay? If you're going to want that, you're going to have to recognize, relate, and respond. And Lindsay is the one to help you to do that. Amen? Absolutely. Amen. (laughs) You can tell it's what I'm passionate about. And so I will talk with you about it at any time. (laughs) Love it. Love it. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of this podcast, the part one, we're going to call it a part two soon. I don't know when God is going to lead it to it, but we're going to do it right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So until the next time, do you have anything to say to our audience in closing Lindsay? I am just so proud of you at whatever stage you're in, you're doing it. And, and you do have the strength to continue through it. Amen. You're not stuck. You're striving Mm -hmm. on to the next time on the 10 AM connection. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness. I, I'm so honored and just want to say thank you for being a valued listener. Okay. I completely appreciate you. It it is a blessing. I never would have thought that starting this podcast, you know, back in 2017, that even in the seasons, I, that I, you know, we never know the season, right? God knows the seasons, but going through all the various seasons that it would, the podcast would be playing to listeners throughout the world. Like it is absolutely amazing. So I want to say thank you. That's the reason why I want to invite you to this special opportunity. Are you ready for a fresh start? Are you ready for a fresh start in just 30 days? Are you ready for clarity, confidence, and consistency in peace? without the headache and the hustle. Imagine and imagine instead of all the chaos, right? And questioning, God, did you, how could you create me for this? And I can barely get over this and questioning God and all of these different things, wondering who you are, all of that kind of stuff as a leader, an awakened leader. Imagine instead weekly workshops to create it to help you get the personal and professional support needed as you develop into your calling. Imagine instead a private Facebook group for you to connect and grow with like-minded women, because let's face it, having an accountability partner is a blessing. Okay. Someone that truly understands like, yo sis, like this is for real. Okay. Like the devil is a lie. Okay. (laughs) Those moments that are like, ah, Imagine instead weekly group coaching Q&A calls for you to bring your questions to the table and leave with actionable steps for the remainder of the week. Imagine all of that, right? That's why I want to introduce you to Well Valley Daily Life Workshops. That's right. Well Valley Daily Life Workshops are back and better than ever. The only workshops designed especially for the awakened leader 
the aspiring mom boss like you, ready to chitty chitty bang bang (laughs) all those chaotic thoughts and messes while slaying every fam and biz goal that will help you to boldly build and heal mama toward the vision with clarity, serve with confidence, and consistently show up for you, your family, and your dream biz. That's right, Daily Life Workshops, personal, family, and biz, month-to-month group coaching experience. So this is a month-to-month experience, okay? And in that, I'll wrap up with this. I want you to know that we are going to be covering Well Valley core competencies in assessment. Why? Because at the end of this 90 days, completed through, you have the opportunity to take a test. And if you pass the test, you will become a certified Well Valley Daily Life Coach. That's right. We are going to cover management, processes in management, in business and family, living, being in a person of self-control and discipline and character, responsibility, self-esteem, things of such. We're going to talk about the working process of that, your drive, your motivation, showing up and showing out, being a a leader uh, filled with the Holy Spirit giving what does giving look like as a leader your member being a member of society your contribution you know being a volunteer in leadership we're going to talk about connection uh communication cooperation socialization drama resolution and you know looking at things like this is just different okay i never seen this before i'm not saying what it is because i don't know but it's just different okay the constant growing in the connection And the caring perspective, concern for others, empathy, sharing, nurturing relationships, going to be walking you through these. Now, whether you are led to go through the certification process at Well Valley, that is the leadership portion, or you're interested in going through them and grabbing the healing and receiving and bringing awareness to your daily life, click the link in the description. And I cannot wait to see you inside the Well Valley Daily Life Workshops, the Fresh Start series. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks again for being a valued listener. And until next time on the 10 a.m. Connection.